This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. You're staring at white clouds far, far below your plane when you hear two flight attendants talking nearby. They sound terrified? Another moment. And they aren't standing in the aisle anymore. There, you rub your eyes, floating in the air, along with almost half of the passengers on the flight. The only thing preventing you from joining them is your seatbelt. Huh, following the rule, keep your seatbelt fastened while seated, pays off. Soon, you hear the captain's strained voice. Dear passengers, he says, we've accidentally left Earth's atmosphere and reached outer space. Please, try to be careful while floating around. Ah, well, it explains a lot, you think. Flight attendants are trying to pretend nothing is out of the ordinary. They're floating along the aisle, holding on to headrests and hand luggage compartments. At one point, they attempt to serve lunch, and people all over the cabin find out that orange juice looks very pretty in weightlessness. Bright bubbles of different size. At one point, you decide to get all the perks and unfasten your seatbelt. Woohoo! That's fun, but also quite scary. You can't control your movements. You just float wherever a draft takes you. Sometimes, you bump into other passengers, the food that's escaped the catering cart, the carts themselves, books, laptops, jackets, everything that wasn't secured in place when the plane left the atmosphere. That's probably not the safest thing. But since the speed isn't high, you come out of such encounters unscathed. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If this trip lasts long enough, you'll probably have to get used to the lifestyle astronauts lead on the ISS. Let's say you suddenly become homesick and start crying. Then, your tears won't roll down your cheeks, falling down onto your t-shirt. They'll remain on your eyelids, burning them. You won't be able to take a shower, since water will simply form tiny bubbles and float away. So, 
you'll need to use special wet wipes to remove all that dirt off your body. Oh, and by the way, you won't be able to wash your clothes. You'll just have to throw them away, like astronauts on the ISS do. You'll also have to use edible toothpaste and shampoo that doesn't need rinsing. If your plane remains in space long enough for your hair to grow out, you'll have to use special scissors equipped with a tiny vacuum cleaner and a container. This way, your hair won't scatter all over the place. Imagine someone inhaling it. Uh-oh. You look around the cabin and observe a very funny phenomenon. Your fellow passengers rotate, suspended in the air. At certain intervals, they suddenly change their axis of rotation by 180 degrees, and it repeats again and again, the miracles of zero gravity. Suddenly, you spot a spider. What's it doing on this flight? Apparently, spinning its web. But since the tiny creature has to do it in weightlessness, the web is very irregularly shaped. It looks a bit like a ball. Suddenly, you feel some itchy sensation in your nose. Oh, great. You're about to sneeze. Uh, 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 some powerful force pushes you backward. And, disoriented, you crash into a wall. Everything goes black. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Unfortunately, should your plane really get into outer space, your adventure wouldn't last long, because planes are simply not designed to fly in space. The average cruising altitude of a commercial airplane is between 31,000 and 38,000 feet, which is pretty high. At this altitude, the air becomes thinner. As a result, aircraft can travel more easily and, even more importantly, burn less fuel and save more money for airline companies. They cannot fly lower, but neither can they fly higher. As soon as a passenger jet takes off from an airport, the first thing pilots do is to lead the plane as high as possible and as fast as they can. The average airplane usually reaches its cruising altitude of six to seven miles in the first 10 minutes of the flight. At the same time, each airplane has its own cruising altitude based on its weight and some other characteristics. For example, the famous supersonic passenger airliner Concorde, whose maximum speed was twice as fast as the speed of sound, used to fly way higher than other modern-day planes, at 50,000 to 60,000 feet. When planes fly at the height of 35,000 feet, they manage to avoid bad weather. For example, high winds and heavy rains ranging in the lower layers of the atmosphere. Plus, such rather high altitudes allow planes to avoid heavy airborne traffic, like helicopters and light aircraft. It also helps them stay clear of birds and big insects. And finally, and most importantly, if an emergency happens at the height of more than six miles in the air, pilots will have enough time to figure out the best solution. Okay, I get it. The higher, the better. 
But then, why do planes avoid moving past their cruising altitude? You see, when a plane is flying very high. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It needs more time to get back to a safe altitude. And during such emergencies as rapid decompression, every second counts. Also, while traveling at such great heights, aircraft crews can't communicate with the ground services as efficiently as they do at the regular cruising altitude. The higher you get, the thinner the air becomes. That's not a bad thing, unless an airplane climbs too high. Then, the air can get too thin to provide enough lift to keep the machine in the air. It's the difference in air pressure that creates the necessary lift. But if the altitude is too high, this difference is almost non-existent. Also, if a plane rises too high, oxygen becomes too sparse to fuel the engines. A plane gets less and less air the higher it climbs. And at one point, it doesn't have any more power to keep rising. Unfortunately, it can lead to a disaster. While flying at lower altitudes, airliners can rely on the assistance of the wind. But that high up, they have to waste too much energy and fuel to stay aloft. And don't forget about the weight of the aircraft. The more the machine weighs, the more difficult it is to bring it to a certain altitude. On the other hand, if instead of boarding that Airbus 380-800, you decided to choose the X-15, you'd see a bit more of outer space. Most people have the wrong idea of space. They think it's something very distant, something you need to try hard to reach. Outer space doesn't begin at some particular altitude above the surface of our planet. But for convenience, it was agreed that the imaginary boundary between Earth's atmosphere and outer space, also known as the Kármán line, should be at the height of 62 miles above sea level. So, another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back to that rocket plane, the X-15. It was designed in the mid-50s and made its first journey in June 1959. It had very thin and quite stubby wings to get as much lift and stability as it could. It traveled at more than five times the speed of sound. And it was equipped with a cutting-edge rocket motor. Its power output could be changed, and then the engine of the space plane could function like that of a conventional aircraft. The X-15 needed special fuel that contained a lot of oxygen. The plane could reach an altitude of 62 miles, which means it did reach space. Anyway, imagine you were to pilot that miracle of a plane. During the first stage of your journey, your aircraft would be carried and then drop-launched from under the wing of a B-52 mothership. 
you would definitely feel the drop. It would be quite abrupt. The X-15 would be a very busy airplane to fly, but also very exciting. You'd be able to do some sightseeing at the edge of space. But you wouldn't likely have much time to soak up the view, since you'd be pretty busy controlling your supersonic flying machine. You'd have to be very attentive and watch for any deviations. When it was time to re-enter the atmosphere and get back to Earth, you'd have to make sure the plane was lined up perfectly. Now, just relax into your window seat on an absolutely regular flight. Maybe one day, people will use planes to fly to space. But not today. <laughs>